Hello, welcome to a podcast, the podcast, the official podcast of podcasting to end all podcasts that have ever podcasted uh, and prevent them from further podcasting. I'm Lee. And I wish I was dead. Hello, I wish I was dead. How are you today? <laughs> I'm dad. That's how I thought you were going to finish that. <laughs> I like to subvert expectations, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, look at you. What are, so what are you, Ryan Johnson? <laughs> uh, ha, ha, ha. No, dude. I'm just trying to be as as uh, as good of a comedian as Ted Cruz. <laughs> Go on. Uh, anyways, this episode is brought to you by Potato Head, formerly Mr. Potato Head, now just Potato Head, um, providing gender-fluid potato toys for children of all ages. Uh, each Potato Head comes with eyes, shoes, mouth, ears, and a big Jew nose, which of course is stored in its ass. Simply assign it a gender by <laughs> putting on or leaving off the mustache accessory. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I've, that whole thing was so fucking stupid that I've already forgotten it happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know people that are big mad, which is weird. When's the last time anyone gave a shit about Potato Head, dude? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. For real. Yeah. I. I, I don't eat like. <laughs> go on <laughs> it's like i don't even know where where to begin because it's so unfathomably stupid mm, yeah like you know sure i played i played with a potato head as as a child as, as a wee lad uh mm -hmm. my, my grandparents had one and i had a i had a darth vader one at one point like a darth vader themed one sweet yeah it's pretty fucking cool man and i yeah i just i, I can't I just, it's one I just it's a toy that I can't fathom people being upset about for any reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's surprising to me that they're not more upset about the fluidity of the gender of potato head, which has always been a thing. The fact that you can, you know, if if you have like you know back in the day if you had a Mr. Potato Head and a Mrs. Potato Head, I mean you could just fucking swap shit between the like it didn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised, you know, that there was an outrage that it promotes, like... Uh, like transvestism tra or yeah, whatever it would have been back in the day. <laughs> Transisms or whatever. <laughs> Transism? Yeah, well, I mean, I that's know. my side project, though. Yeah, gay gay trans behavior. Yeah, exactly. What, whatever. I don't know what, what they would have called that back in the day. I think transvestism. Mental illness. That's what they would have called it back in the that's day. That's true, yes. Some, some very, some, something between mental illness and abomination. Yeah, well, they also call that they also call it that today. If you are a uh, yeah, key speaker at CPAC, <laughs> uh, Trump spoke of that, didn't he? Oh yeah, they all spoke at it. What does CPAC <laughs> they stand all for again? Spoke at it. Fucking, fucking uh, conservative uh, people are cunts. Boom, got him. Oh, I was gonna say uh, capitalist pigs against communism. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. But mine has cunts in it. <laughs> so does CPAC. <laughs> um, no disrespect. <laughs> uh, but both sides, both sides. Yeah, there's cunts on both sides. 
Ain't that the truth? What a wild event CPAC turned out to be. Did you see the fucking... Uh, <laughs> did you see the stage? How it resembled a... Uh, well, it didn't resemble. It straight up was the same shape as the, uh, what is it, the Odal rune that the Nazis used. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, not a good look. Um, actually, a great look uh, for them. No, I think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's a little on the nose, but, you know. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there was the big gold... Uh, idol of donald trump classic <laughs> you know totally normal <laughs> normal stuff yeah uh donald trump came out and teased a uh 2024 campaign um and yeah, ted cruz really stole the show with his stupidity which has somehow risen to new levels of just yeah, unfathomable know. dumb <laughs> i know like you'd think five years after an attempted uh, presidential run that we would have seen everything as far as Ted Cruz being a fucking uh, libertarian <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah he just keeps delivering man I mean I'm here for it I mean he came he came out and said well he didn't come out <laughs> that'd be wild he came out on the stage and said I, I now choose to live my life as a gay man <laughs> <laughs> no that's what dr seuss is saying now that all those racist <laughs> that, books have resurfaced that's right now that he's uh, uh canceled yeah well only only four books are canceled yeah and only, it's the only... four that no one gives a shit about so stop Ex crying exactly it's not the although, cat in although, the hat yeah it's although in, the... <laughs> in fairness it's not it's not a good look <laughs> That's yeah. poor fucks. If you've seen the uh, the things that people are mad about, when I first saw that headline, I was like, "What the? F okay, this this has to be too much." Then I read the thing, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's reasonable." Because yeah, they're all books that I uh, forgot existed. So mm, yeah, imagine that the asshole who hated children and wrote children's books out of spite uh, <laughs> wasn't a great person. Might be, might be a little bit racist. Might be a little. <laughs> might have bad opinions. Yeah, talking about uh, people with yellow faces and squinty eyes from countries with names that people can't pronounce yeah not great not great Ooh. yeah he's the john wayne of children's books <laughs> you know i've always said that, that dr seuss <laughs> is the john wayne of children's authors oh boy anyways and they all said i was crazy <laughs> anywho ted cruz ted cruz man uh he came out and he said it's great to be here in Orlando. It's pretty nice. Not as nice as Cancun. Oh, he tried. And then he just went on this bizarre... He just uh, did this bit. He just thought he was in the zone, and he just, I don't know, fucking trying out jokes. And it was <laughs> absolutely terrible. Absolutely fucking atrocious, actually. Uh, he said in the, in the words... What do you say? In the infamous words of... Whatever that fucking Mel Gibson character from Braveheart is. He's like, in the in the famous words of so-and-so, and then he screamed freedom at the top of his lungs while standing <laughs> on the stage that's in the shape of a Nazi symbol. <laughs> yes, that's definitely the quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's nice. He also made a lot of Star Wars references. Oh, he called the left Darth Vader and the Senate or something like that. Darth Vader and the Sith or something. And he said that Republicans were the rebellion. Yeah, sure. Um, and then he also... Uh, oh, he was mocking uh, AOC for being scared for her life when the Capitol was besieged. <laughs> and uh, just making oh, yeah. fun of that whole situation. Yeah, right when all those uh, people broke into the Capitol explicitly to kill senators. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a fucking pussy. <laughs> Oh, man. If Ted Cruz ever has to beg for his life, I just really hope it's televised. (laughs) Oh, yeah, at least, like, live-streamed on Twitter or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, one can only hope. That would be... I mean, that would be... The the only bad thing about that is that I would never be able to come again because that (laughs) that would be the ultimate (laughs) orgasm. That's the... That's the ceiling, huh? Yeah, I'd be chasing that high, and it would just never be as good. <laughs> Jesus. The, the most elusive dragon of them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Amazing. Uh, so why, what what happened with your day that's so shitty that you're crying? Oh, no, I mean, it? nothing, nothing uh, specifically. I'm oh. just on a... I will by the end of this week on on Friday I will have worked eight days in a row and they've all been like early mornings and so my brain just mm-hmm. like isn't really functioning right and we just today actually we Starbucks like had a launch of like a bunch of new stuff oh yeah and so that's always annoying and the prices of some stuff got increased and like recipes changed up and stuff like that so like customers were like upset <laughs> with us <laughs> that things were yeah. like thirty cents more expensive. Get ready for that $15 minimum wage, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Which isn't even going to make anything more expensive, but whatever. Yeah. I I thankfully didn't get straight up yelled at. One of my coworkers did earlier in the morning, even before I got there. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, threw her off the rest of the day, but she apparently got, like, like, screamed at. Uh, these people are fucking insane, man. Dude, for real. I had this woman the other day. Let me let me tell you about a bitch named Tammy. Tell us about her. I actually, in fact, uh, today when I was talking to a coworker who's like pretty new, she's on like her fifth shift or something. I was like, "Oh, is that Karen?" Like, completely unironically, I just completely just because she is that stereotype to a T. She's like, "Oh no, her name is Tammy." And I was like, "Oh, oh right." <laughs> I, just, I could only think of the the shitty name <laughs> for her because she's such a cunt. She came in, she she had like a mobile order, and it was just like a, you know, a latte with no foam. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. And I made a latte with no foam. And no foam, you know, it's a, it's a latte. I have to steam milk. So no foam is a relative term. I just use the bar spoon when I pour it so it's not like super like dense foam or like super fluffy foam. Yeah. And uh, she picked it up, and then she, and then I turned around to make a drink because I thought, oh, the transaction's done here. I handed her her drink. And then I look over and she's still standing there, like looking at her drink with the lid off. And she's like, oh, there's a lot of foam in this. And there was, there was some foam in there, whatever. So I was like, all right, I'll remake it for you. I remade it for her. I used the bar spoon, did the whole thing. And she like fucking watched me make it the whole time, which is always the fucking worst. Mm -hmm. And then I handed it to her and she was like, there's still just a lot of foam in this. And she, 
like and she did the thing where she starts to explain to you how to do your job and then follows that up with I'm you know I'm not trying to tell you how to do your job. <laughs> God. And I'm like yeah sure and then then I just kind of looked at her and I was about to start uh, condescendingly explaining to her what happens when you steam milk which is that the milk gets a little foamy because that's how it fucking works she ordered a latte. That's right. that's what it fucking is. Uh so basically she just wants like warm milk. Right. With the syrup in it. And I was about to explain to her why she's such a fucking moron. Uh, but she was like, but I, I, don't ha- I, I don't have time. I have to go. And so she left. And she, oh, yeah. And she goes, I guess I'll take it this time. Dude, don't even steam it next time. Just heat it up in the microwave. <laughs> For, oh, please. Starbucks is not a microwave. <laughs> oh, you don't? I thought you had fucking, like, bagels and shit. Yeah, yeah. There no, we, can... we, have, we have ovens that blast it with heat for no. a minute and a half. Oh, okay. By the way, I know bagels don't go in the microwave. I just I meant <laughs> sandwiches that you would reheat. Yeah, yeah, it's bought, all yeah. it's all uh, blasted with with heat. Yeah, you just uh, hold a hair dryer. I mean, the, the, those ovens might as well be microwaves in terms of how they work. Mm-hmm. They sell like presets, and then it blasts it with hot air for a minute and a half, which yeah. isn't really how microwaves work. But you know, it doesn't matter. Anyway, she was a bitch. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I'd love to listen to Donald Trump explain how a microwave works. <laughs> and so you walk up to it and you press <laughs> buttons and there are so many buttons. The photons bounce many times. So many, many photons. Times. And there are, there are a lot of things and you could press buttons. And they make sounds. There's so many sounds it makes. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but it heats milk. <laughs> Probably better than anything. <laughs> <laughs> and the plate it spins. Did you know that? It spins. Yeah. yeah. They don't talk about the plate, <laughs> but it spins. <laughs> But sometimes it makes it so hot on the outside and so cold on the inside. I don't know how it works. I don't. You gotta know. reheat it fifteen, twenty times. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing, honey? I want the hot pocket today, but the microwave doesn't work. Okay, doesn't work. Doesn't work. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kind of fell into that Trevor Noah, Donald Trump. Yeah, no. See, when I when I'm trying when I do my Trump now, I try and incorporate more of the New York accent in it because a lot yeah. of a lot of people when they do their Trump, they they get the the pursed lips and the nasal voice thing down. Yeah. But the but he has that like pretty heavy New York accent. And I think that's what separates the like okay impressions from the really good ones. Right. Right. It's all in the details. Exactly. Like, have you seen the video of him telling somebody to leave the room when they're coughing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. It's an all-timer. One of my favorite One of my favorite videos. If you're going to cough, leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> that and just all the videos of him pushing things away from him. Jesus, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What a simpler time. <laughs> there you say, what a simpleton. <laughs> that also works. Yes, that as well. Perhaps the ultimate simpleton. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man. So you you've been flying? I have airplanes. been flying. I have, patrol I've been, airplanes. Yes, yes. I got, I got really into RC. I, yeah, I do, you got a good hobby store near you, or what? Yeah, yeah, bro. I've I've been getting into drone racing. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I, I don't have a drone yet, but it's gonna happen real soon. And I'll show all of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a fly, flying airplanes. I did my uh, first solo over the weekend. Nice. My very first one, and something broke while I was uh, alone in the airplane. No, oh, that's cool. I, yeah, yeah. So uh, the it was not an emergency situation, thankfully. Uh, mm. Otherwise, understandably, I uh, would be that would have been the first thing I would have mentioned. Right, right. Uh, so the planes that I fly have carburetors. And uh, the way that the carburetors work, when they intake air, if it's below about 70 degrees Fahrenheit outside, below a certain number of RPMs, ice can build up on, on the intakes and the carburetors, and that can seize up the engine and shut it down. So we have carburetor heaters, carb heat, to uh, mitigate that issue on landing and stuff when the engine isn't working as hard. And uh, I went to turn on the carb heat. It's sort of like a pull lever, like an organ or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just I went to pull it to turn the carb heat on, and it just came right out. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I uh, only did one landing. I was in the plane by myself for like 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. instead of like half an hour like it probably would have been otherwise. Uh, but it counts. That counts. It counts. And I can yeah. fucking move on to other shit finally after basically not flying at all for like a month and a half because the uh, weather was so shitty. Right, right. Be we got a better, uh... too cold or windy or whatever. You got a better landing record than uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> I think he can only crash planes, dude. He's done it a couple times, which I mean, he also he flies like old vintage planes, which definitely increases that likelihood. Like he flies like like when he crashed during the making of whichever Star Wars movie that was. Mm -hmm. um, he was flying a biplane, a, right. a Stearman, I think, which would have been made in like the early 30s. Whereas my the planes that I fly were made in like the seventies, right, right, yeah, those big seven forty sevens, yeah, exactly, <laughs> those American airliners, goddamn right. Um, who do you think has crashed more vehicles, uh, Harrison Ford or Tiger Woods? <laughs> oh man, I mean, at least Harrison Harrison Ford at least doesn't need his legs to. Like, phone in a performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, proved that for the last 20 years which, or so. Which is what he does these days. Well, except for Blade Runner, but everything well, yeah, else is that's just kind fucking... of a, a rare exception. Which is interesting, because he phoned in his performance for the first Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he liked the second one. <laughs> he, liked, he liked being part of the second one. I feel like Blade Runner seems to be one of the few projects that Harrison Ford kind of came around on a little bit. Yeah. He well, he it. hates all of his movies. He does. Well, I think he hates movies. I think is what, yeah. <laughs> what it is. I would love to just I think, ask I think him he, what movies he's seen and enjoyed. <laughs> just, not even enjoy. Just what movies have you seen? Yeah. <laughs> that aren't your own. He'd be like, uh, Jaws. And that's it. He's probably seen Jaws <laughs> once. 
<laughs> yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Saw it in theaters. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> it wasn't bad. That's what he would say. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, t- he he hates everything. Which also begs the question, has he actually liked any of the movies that he's been in, or has he just sort of tolerated them? You know, it's just like every movie he makes is an inconvenience to himself. <laughs> because he could be spending his time crashing airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think, I think what he has to do is remind himself that the only way he can continue to crash airplanes is by doing movies and... <laughs> continuing to be rich i think he crashes airplanes just to feel alive (laughs) after after spending 45 years maybe 50 years just pumping out fucking half-assed performances and i say that as a harrison ford fan by the way oh absolutely but yeah i mean harrison ford hasn't really given a good performance in a movie since the 90s at least oh blade runner 2049 Uh, other than blade uh, runner 2049 I think he likes Indiana Jones the best because it makes him the most money. <laughs> yeah. Although one would think that Star Wars would probably make him a lot of money too. But I th- but I imagine that the the Indiana Jones fans are probably considerably less annoying. Oh god, yeah, dude. And I presumably have been that way. I hope so. Just the whole time. Yeah. They they couldn't be any more annoying. And I mean, you know, Steven Spielberg is like, you know, a good filmmaker. <laughs> so he's probably a joy to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he eats children. Oh, right. He's a pretty good director. Well, I mean, Harrison Ford does too. He's he's one of those Hollywood elites. Oh. He, you know, does cocaine and bangs Carrie Fisher and... Eats children. <laughs> My God, I could say bangs kids. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does cocaine and he bangs kids. <laughs> Living the dream. No, that one, that's Rick Springfield. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> yeah, you learned an interesting thing the other day. Yester- I, yesterday. <laughs> I did. I texted you about it. I found I out that Linda Linda Blair, best known for The Exorcist. Uh, movies, well, two of them at least. Uh, when she was 15, she dated Rick Springfield, the guy who did the song Jesse's Girl, and he was in his mid 20s at the time. Uh, and then I guess she just sort of became like a a groupie to several rock stars um, Hell between yeah. the ages of 15 and 18. And then when she was 18, she got busted for dealing coke. And she was able to get the sentence reduced to possession of Coke. Um, and then she made Exorcist 2 <laughs> at the same time. And then uh, and then she dated Rick James for two years and aborted their baby without him knowing for a long time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. How did you learn this? Uh, a podcast I was listening to mentioned it. They're talking about the Exorcist. Interesting. So did yeah. she? It's just like in like a tell-all memoir or something. I wonder where I think I think it's just came to light. Just, just tabloids, sort of, you know. Yeah, I was to say if it's just sort of like known. Just oh hey, that girl from the Exorcist is dealing drugs now, and banging forty-year-old rock stars. <laughs> Not really forty, but you know. She's fucking the guy who wrote Jesse's Girl. No, yeah, this was before Jesse's Girl. Oh, that's even worse. 
Yeah. <laughs> this would have been in the 70s. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> what a horrible What a song. simp, dude. Actually, I kind of like that song, but still. What a fucking simp. Absolutely. What kind of what kind of guy writes a song about his friend's girlfriend? I bet I'm sure it's never happened before or since. <laughs> well, they they would conceal that fact, you know. That's true. Was the friend actually named Jesse? Was it that on the nose where he was like, "Hey Jesse, oh, just know. so you know, I want to fuck your girlfriend." No, oh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> Which know. would be fucking awesome. Maybe Jesse was his high school bully, for all we know. That's true. I thought you were going to say maybe Jesse was some high school boyfriend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't that, know ooh. why. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know why. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I guess if you wanted Jesse and you were gay, that would that would still work. Sure, why not? Well, it'd be, I wish I was Jesse's girl, not... <laughs> yeah. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. That's girl. I wish that I was Jesse's girl. <laughs> How can I be a woman like that? Oh, boy. That song is just a, a couple of fucking name changes away from being either just like an iconic gay song or an iconic trans song an early trans mm. anthem my god are there any other are there any iconic trans songs Robbie I don't know probably no yeah yeah I don't know never heard the I'm not uh, particularly well versed in trans icons I guess you're not verse huh <laughs> Strictly bottom. <laughs> I only like to get fucked in my ass. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there are people who are like that, man. Yeah. It's real cool. It's totally fun and not annoying at all. <laughs> Why? Because they get all the fun and you don't? Sometimes you just want to get fucked in the ass, man. Hmm. And you're like, oh, but you can't do it because you're your baby or whatever. <laughs> fucking bottoms jesus dude <laughs> yeah how does that how does that work if there's two bottoms uh in a relationship I, I mean i imagine it doesn't i've never been in that situation so i don't know it's got to be uh pretty tricky i mean I, I don't think that many people are like you know strictly bottoms or tops though there are people who are i could understand strictly being a top, but that's just from my straight point of view. If I, yeah, under no very, circumstances, it's a very privileged uh, position <laughs> <laughs> for you to have. It's a privilege to not wake up and crave something in my booty. It's <laughs> something in the wrong hole. Yeah, God's hole. Actually, no, God's hole is the Oof. pussy. Yeah. Let's be real. That's God's oh. hole. <laughs> No, you can't put that there. That's God's hole. Why don't I think we should make the why I think Chris, Christian groups should hire us to make their <laughs> videos. Yeah. They're absolutely the pro abstinence education. I think they should just they should just advertise anal sex as the alternative because that's what happens anyway. Hmm. You can't put it there. That's my God hole. But you can put it here. That's the neutral zone. If it's, it's in your butt, <laughs> if it's in your butt, God can't see it. It's a blind spot. <laughs> he doesn't check there. <laughs> he doesn't like to look there. 
Oh, man. Is there anything more terrifying than this fucking notion that God and Santa are watching everything you do? Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on whether or not you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, here we go, dude. We got a mo- This is our movie, man. It's about a it's about a nun who's an exhibitionist <laughs> for God. Yeah, an exhibitionist. And God is her voyeur. Yeah. <laughs> it's just her. It's just her, like vigorously bean flicking in a sanctuary like legs spread to a cross just ah uh. Jesus <laughs> something something the blood of Christ oh boy <laughs> yikes I've got some holy water for you right here and she just squirts everything in the fucking Jesus dude squirts in the magic cup or whatever they have for, the for Eucharist, the Eucharist. <laughs> whatever, whatever that is, the Holy Grail. I don't know. <laughs> the Holy Grail. It's full of squirt. Yeah, <laughs> full of nun squirt. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, they got so foul, so fast. <laughs> None come. I hate it. Nunny cummies. Oh, God. Nunny cum. Oh, God. I hate that you said that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, That's terrible. Me. Yeah, I know. That's terrible. <laughs> the Holy Grail. <laughs> I don't know how Catholics work. Yeah, me either. <laughs> the whole, I've been to two different types of churches, and uh, half of them were Catholic, and I still don't. I still don't get it. It's very confusing. It is very confusing. There's there's a lot of of babbling. Every time I stand up, they're like ready to sit back down. I just yeah, it just goes back and forth a lot. Mm-hmm. The body and the blood may or may not be literal. I don't know. The jury's still out on that one. Yeah. But uh, somehow gotta... witchcraft is weird, huh? <laughs> That's a topic for another time. <laughs> Jesus, dude. A little life hack for everyone, by the way. Ooh. I I just took a... A shit? (laughs) Yes, right now. I just (laughs) shit my pants. The life life hack is... The life hack is just shit yourself and be okay with it. Um, It'll save a lot of time. Yeah, just don't worry about it. You have to do laundry anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) With a little stick-to-itiveness and some ingenuity, you too can shit your pants. It's gay if you wipe, so just fucking shit exactly. your pants. Anyways, exactly. You know, it's all good. Yeah, no, what kind of say... world are we living in where potatoes don't have genders and men are expected to wipe? <laughs> or wash their balls or anything like that. Indeed. Yeah. It's not a world I want to be a part of. No, dude. Personal hygiene is overrated. Yeah, well, it's gay as fuck, so... <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I was going to say, uh, I just took a fucking steamy ass shower 
and uh, <laughs> took a steamy ass shit in my in my pants. What, what, of course, and I cannot stretch this enough in my pants. And uh... <laughs> I had to shower because I had shat myself. Uh, no, I took. I've been take. I've been taking these hot ass showers because I mean, yeah. this is this is where the hat comes in. Okay, this isn't this isn't new information. I'm not like here to tell is you like, like is oh. it like like a new to you kind of thing. No, no, no. I just I it's just relevant because I took this shower before we did this podcast and Okay, sure, yeah. Uh just if you want hotter water, uh just adjust the valve that is behind your faucet in your <laughs> shower because it has a limiter on how hot the water can be. Right. Uh so if you just turn it all the way uh, you'll get just under boiling water <laughs> coming out of your shower, <laughs> dude. If I had a tub, I could maybe boil eggs in it. Like I'm, <laughs> it is so fucking hot in there. It's awesome, dude. Sounds nice, man. It's great. Yeah. As it happens, my shower gets plenty hot, but I appreciate the the life hack nonetheless. Yeah. There yeah. you go. If you want to burn off your own skin <laughs> in the comfort yeah. of your own home. Without having to go to a stove. Exactly. Yeah. These life hacks. It's. I mean, it's like a sauna. It's nice. Just steam out the bathroom. Right. That is nice. I, I, I mean, it's, like, it's uh... terrible for your for all the wood in there and stuff. But you know, I'm renting. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your problem. <laughs> Won't be my problem in five years. <laughs> <laughs> Although who knows? As long as you've lived there, maybe it will be. Hmm. Though you don't have to pay for it. That's the important part. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's the part that matters. You get, in the, get in the shower really good and steamy is the way to go. It's the move, for sure. Yeah. I just I can't do cold showers, man. No, fuck that shit. Even if, like, if I've been, like, outside during the summer or whatever. And, what makes you, know, you hotter? Doing whatever. Have you fuck. noticed that? Huh? Have you noticed that it makes you hotter? What makes you hotter? A cold shower. What? <laughs> if you're trying to cool down and you take I, a cold shower, it makes you hotter. Oh, like because your body tries to warm up to compensate? Is that what you're, is that what you're trying I think to say? I, well, I don't know the science. I just know that it makes you hotter. It, it, you keep saying it makes you hotter. Is, is it this, makes your body I, hotter, dude. Yeah, like, yeah it, no, it, I, it, I understand. Is this like... <laughs> Where is this coming from? Is this just like an observation in your life? Or is this a fact that you have read somewhere? Both. <laughs> I looked into it because I it was happening to me. I uh, I kept trying to... I kept taking cold showers in the summer because I was hot as fuck. And then I'd get out of the shower and I'd be sweating profusely. I see. And I just I just forgot the science behind why. But I looked into it and I found out... <laughs> That it makes you hotter, okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, presumably your body, since it, I mean your body can self-regulate its own temperature, so it probably just tries goes into overdrive to compensate. I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. See, when, in those situations where I've been outside on a hot day or whatever, uh, I do this thing where I just uh, sit inside the where yeah. it's air conditioned for fifteen minutes. Yeah. And then I go take my shower. Mm-hmm. My my it's normal great. warm shower, like a normal warm human being. Well, that's a first world thing, Robbie, not a human thing. That's true. That's your that's, privilege. That's your that, white yeah, it male is. cis privilege. This is all true. And yeah. I'm and I'm proud of it. 
<laughs> Look, I just I think it's time that I you know I that I just admit it, and I, you know what? I, I'm just gonna say it, Lee Michael. I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna say it right here, right now. I'm white and I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One, and I and I'm a man of my and I'm proud. Uh, you know, one might even say that I'm <laughs> that I'm a proud boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. One could say such a thing. One could one could say that. I won't, but one could. <laughs> one could. You won't. I won't. Someone could. Uh, and and uh, in fact, many do. <laughs> Without any hint of irony that the Proud Boys is the gayest fucking name. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, sounds like a failed fucking boy band or some shit. It sounds like a gay porn site. Oh, Proud Boys. Proudboys.com. Yeah. All you have to do is spell it with a Z. I bet they'd be <laughs> It's like gay it's like gay male nuns, dude. I don't I don't do porn these days, but if I did and I had the money, I would start a, a porn company to call it the Proud Boys just out of spite to make the Proud Boys angry. Mm-hmm. I like how you imply if you had money, you would make porn. Well, I would produce porn. Oh, okay. I was going to say that's the money comes later, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need money, capital money. <laughs> to start flashing your wiener on the Internet. That's true. That's true. I can show my butthole to anybody anytime. It's kind of the perfect startup. <laughs> Porn, the perfect startup. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking I mean, gra- it, it, grassroots it is, marketing. It is. You're your, you're your own brand. No capital, the startup. Uh, and and people simp, dude. No, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think sex work is genuinely is like one of the purest forms of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> Getting fucked for money. <laughs> the oh, American man. dream. Yeah, it's those, amazing. Those prostitutes in the in the early days had the right idea. You're goddamn right. You know, the the ones that were sold into it. <laughs> hey now. Or born into it. Right. <laughs> it's their privilege. <laughs> it's a it's a noble profession. It is. It is. Sex work is interesting and yeah. noble. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I, you know, it, it's it is a very pure form of entrepreneurship, and it's hilarious that uh, conservatives are so against it for that reason. Uh, also, because they use it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I just I would love to like befriend. A, a DC escort to oh, the level yeah. where they would tell me who they've, which senators they've fucked, mm-hmm. male or female. I, I think I just God, it would be fascinating. Yeah, yeah, like that's there, true. <clears throat> like there's this uh, podcast that I used to listen to. I should really start listening to it again. It's really good. This comedian Chris Gethard called Beautiful Anonymous. People like call in to it, and it's totally anonymous. They can't <clears throat> give any details about themselves. Uh-huh. Uh, that would reveal who they are, and they can just you know talk with him about whatever the fuck they want to for a while. And there was this one guy who was uh, he was a, he was a prostitute, and he worked in D.C. for a while. And he w- wouldn't say who it was, but he said that he was for a period of time in negotiation <laughs> with a, uh, a a prominent U.S. senator to essentially like 
be a live-in boyfriend, basically, for like six months. Oof. And it was you know, everything was being like rearranged, like or, or it was being like prearranged and everything. And it didn't end up going through. It didn't end up working out. But uh, one of the things he said is that at the time, his whole thing, his draw as a prostitute, uh, was that he looked really young. <laughs> mm. And that yeah. was like, that was the dress. So he was you know like nineteen or whatever it was at the time. But he looked like he like but he could you know convince people that he was fourteen or fifteen. Oof. And uh, yeah, that was that was his uh, <laughs> claim to fame. Jesus. Uh, so yeah, there is a prominent male U.S. senator who uh, wanted to fuck him for several months at his own leisure and was willing to pay a lot of money to do it. Yeah. And I God, I want it to be McConnell. <laughs> God, he's he's too crusty for that. Yeah, and I actually don't think McConnell is gay. I don't even think McConnell. Maybe it was Romney. <laughs> Mitt Romney, that would be fucking awesome. Or 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 Ted Cruz. Lindsey Graham and his ladybugs. Oh God, don't don't say that. <laughs> oh God. His alleged ladybugs. I still have nightmares. I know. Yeah, it's like the. <laughs> it's uh, it's like the pharmacy scene in the mist, except it's Leslie Graham's taint. Except it's skin tags on a booty. <laughs> I hate it. Skin tags on a booty. Oof. My uh, favorite uh, outlaw country song. <laughs> 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 Fucking outlaw country. Why are there so many subgenres of country, dude? Yeah, who knows? It's all terrible. But see, what I find interesting is that for there was a country music has a very long and storied history of saying "fuck you" to the police. Yeah, and yet now it's all like bootlicker, boys in blue nonsense. Oh, dude, like this, country music's same... entire history is rooted in being an outlaw. Like that's where country music comes from. Mm-hmm. Fucking, like you know, fucking Woody Guthrie. I guess is more sort of folk and country. He had kind of sort of a mix of both. I would argue, was a pretty yeah. anti-authority. Outlaw country, the whole point was like, fuck the police, I'm going to run moonshine and drag race and do whatever the fuck I want, and there's not a goddamn thing the lawman can do to stop me. Yeah. And that shit continued until, I don't know. Like 10 guess, years ago. Know. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I, don't, I don't know enough about country to know exactly when it country, stopped. Country became sissified when it became a pop genre. Yeah, I mean, as soon as it gained popularity, for sure. At some point, yeah, it stopped being about outlaws, and it became about, like, fucking That's, heartache and... Yeah, well, the same old bullshit. And granted, like, heartache and stuff has always been a part of country, too. But Yeah, yeah but like, it used to be, like, cool. The culture of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now it's, like... Well, yeah, the heartache, the heartache was, like, you know, Loretta, Loretta Lynn talking about how her husband cheated on her, so she's going to beat him to death with a frying pan. <laughs> Yeah. You know, shit like that. Now it's like, he might cheat on me, so I'm going to destroy his car. <laughs> Very cool, Carrie Underwood. And my favorite thing about that song is that it was written by two men uh, mm. as a joke, as a parody of country songs where women go crazy and destroy their husband's cars. And then it was sold to Carrie Underwood, <laughs> who did not get the joke. I mean... And uh, it made her millions and millions of dollars. So uh, I guess ultimately she gets the last laugh. Yeah, that joke's on those writers. 
<laughs> well, I mean, they got presumably a lot of money too. Well, jokes on us. <laughs> We're complaining about it. We're not millionaire cunt country singers, so yeah. Cunt just... singers. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, you just you know for every one of these people that fucking idolize Johnny Cash, <laughs> seem to forget. Everything about Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah, literally everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, hardcore drug addict uh, and general piece of shit until he got sober. <laughs> Johnny Cash. Yeah. But actual, but actually, yeah, these people don't even listen to that kind of shit anymore. They listen yeah, that, to this yeah. like country pop. Dude, or, and there's also country rap, which is just an abomination. Oh, God, yeah. Um... Yeah, you know, for every fucking, for every fucking uh, Woody, uh, Woody Nelson, we get you know, and like uh, two Lady Antebellums <laughs> these days. Uh, Lady A, please. That's right. That's right. I don't know. Some of the pop country stuff. I mean, it's it's all mostly horrible, but like it's otherwise pretty harmless. You know, like your Shania Twain's or you know whatever. It's just, it's just whatever. It's just pop music. You know, it's just whatever fodder for the masses who gives a shit mm-hmm. yeah or like you know the fucking thunder rolls whatever the fuck have you ever seen videos of uh garth brooks speaking no uh it's incredible it's like <laughs> god i need to see if i can find this video because you can just hear it in his tone of voice he doesn't know how to talk like a normal person hmm Oh, it's like, yeah. it's like he, he's like, you know, trying to, well, yeah, you know, he's some, he's a fuck, he's one of the best selling artists of all time. I mean, he's not, even if he was a normal guy at one point in his life, which I think he's probably always been a little bit weird. Uh, you know, he's, he's a fucking multimillionaire. Named he's Garth. Not, he's, yeah. Named Garth. <laughs> his wife's name is Trisha Yearwood. Like what the fuck, man? Is Garth one of the worst names of all time? Uh, I mean, it's definitely up there for sure. I didn't even know people were actually named Garth. I thought it was just a funny made-up name from Wayne's World for a long time. <laughs> no, I mean, cause, yeah, it sounds made up. God, I need to see if I can find it. I really want. But yeah, for every, but the other thing is country artists in general have turned away from that. And now, you know, you get people like, Toby Keith, who are still shitty people, but they're right. fucking bootlicking, God fearing cucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here here it is. I mean, you can. Even By the way, Toby Toby Keith is a gigantic piece of shit. Yeah, in case anybody. I hope he wondering. falls down a long flight of stairs and breaks everything. I hope he falls down a well. I hope he, I hope he trips and falls at one of his terrible restaurants and breaks his <laughs> neck. Yeah, I hope he chokes to death on the mediocre food. Oh, God, dude. Ugh. Yeah, dude, fucking, fucking listen to this man attempt to sound like a normal human being. This is a a video that he made when he joined Facebook. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. I really wasn't sure about this at the start, but then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, think of it more as a conversation. I like that. But I'm already finding out on my own. 
So it's wiping the walls out between you and me, and I really like that. Ugh, it allows us into each other's worlds, or I, I guess in my case, the hotel room. What? When I think about things I want to post, <laughs> I want to post cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. But most of the stuff I'm going to post is going to be raw stuff like this. Ugh. This is just who I am. Ugh. Oh, God. Dude. If this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. Awful, truly, truly terrible. It's like ASMR for serial serial <laughs> rapists. <laughs> yeah, that's that. It was, it's basically that is probably what was playing in Dahmer's head most of the time. Ah, dude, sounds like fucking. <laughs> sounds like if Bob Ross was a child predator. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude. Yeah. Yeah, if he used to, oh, if he used to fuck all, the, if Bob Ross liked to fuck all those little critters he always had around. <laughs> Bob lunched. <laughs> oh fuck! I gotta pull myself together. <laughs> God damn it! It's, it's not even gonna be that funny now. <laughs> 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 Shit. Ah, compose yourself, Robbie. Bob wants to show you his happy little tree. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe we could make some happy little clouds together. Oh, boy. Oh, oh God. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what they say when Bob shows him his happy little tree. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How how dare you turn this into a bit about Bob Ross? Yes, I, I national that, treasure. Yes, I was just gonna say national treasure, Bob Ross, who was not a sniper with eighteen million confirmed kills, as I was once led to believe. Oh, dude, there's all kinds of bullshit. Remember, there's the the internet rumor that uh, Mr. Rogers wore sweaters because he had like full arm Sleeve, and yeah. yeah it's sleeves and a chest and back piece <laughs> it's yeah. like, well would he, if he didn't wear a sweater would he have been shirtless <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah he wore the, he wore the sweater because he was fully nude underneath <laughs> <laughs> mr rogers was one failed button away from being a streaker at all times <laughs> mr rogers wore clothes <laughs> Because he was nude underneath. <laughs> Jesus. You know why Mr. Rogers wore all those clothes, don't you? <laughs> He's fully nude under them. <laughs> He's fucking disgusting. Jesus Christ. He liked to swim naked, though. That was a thing that was revealed semi-recently. That was his thing. He liked to go skinny dipping? He did. He was a fan. And like, he would apparently he would apparently fart around his wife to make her laugh. Well, that's fine. That's kind of cute. Yeah, no, that's wholesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was. I can't remember what he, there was like a lake or something he would go to early in the morning. Or something. There was something like that. It was in a situation where it's not like he would be caught or whatever. Like it was right. a private thing. Wasn't at Schlitterbahn or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops! I lost my fucking... trunk on the big slide. <laughs> uh, I lost my swim trunks. <laughs> oh, God. But you know, life is like that sometimes. 
Yeah. Got to be careful. I'll slip into Ronald Reagan there. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, yeah. But no, nobody wants to slip into Ronald Reagan. I don't think Nancy <laughs> wanted to slip into Ronald Reagan. Nancy wasn't into pegging, huh? How many how many presidential buttholes do you think have been fingered in the White House? Oh God, because it's de- it's more than one. <laughs> Let's see. You got Taft. We're on. <laughs> Uh, well, storing uh, food for later doesn't count. Oh, God, man. It's <laughs> fucking foul. I think Teddy Roosevelt liked, uh, liked the little finger up there. Maybe. I could see that. I could see Nixon being a, a secret little subby boy. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I mean, how many Republican presidents have we had? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we've had, what, four, around 46? Uh, so 23? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Give or take. I don't know. Fucking was Abraham Lincoln the first Republican president? I guess. I mean, what was Washington? Uh, probably like a a wig or something. Yeah. They had all kinds of fucking weird parties back then. Yeah. Not like now. Where we've got the only real parties. <laughs> Oh boy, the best the best thing about two party systems is there's actually more than two parties. We just don't vote for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just uh, nobody acknowledges them, and it's super cool. And the system definitely isn't broken. It's really cute how people still run as like independent and shit. I know. I think the thing to do, really, at this point, would be to under the noses of the likes of the DNC or the RNC or whatever uh, would be to essentially, well, I was going to say stage a coup, but maybe that's not the, the best <laughs> language given the present times. Oof. Yeah. We, we just no. like, you know, an, an underground like grassroots campaign where enough people who are aligned with a specific viewpoint to gain enough of a, uh, gain enough of a majority within the party to effectively turn it into something else, which is much easier said than done. Oh, like uh, the but Proud it happened, Boys. but hap- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, it happened to the NRA and uh, they're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking NRA, man. Bankrupt as shit. Yeah, dude, for real. The history of the NRA is really, really interesting too. I listened to a whole like NPR thing about it. I mean, maybe reveal or something like that. And apparently for a long time, it was straight up, it was literally a rifleman's and like sportsman's organization. They were really only concerned very literally about hunting. And yeah. around the time of like, you know, the Second World War, the early days of the Cold War, they were concerned about rifle training for kids who would get drafted later. So they would like kind of know what they're doing. Right. Uh, and that was pretty much, and they weren't, uh, they weren't a political organization. They didn't really lobby. Um, yeah, it was, you know, the equivalent of... I don't know, a car club or something, you know, like you'd pay, you know, your whatever dues and, you know, you could go to meetings and stuff. Right. Uh, and then at some point, I think it, in like the 80s, it was the 80s or 90s, exactly what pretty much what I described happened, where there was a group of people who saw what it could be, which is what it is today. And effectively enough of them got together, agreed on what to do, and they effectively took over the organization from the inside and then changed it. Oh, yeah. And look I mean, that's where they are that's now. Like... That's what happened to Sesame Street. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But it's not today <laughs> what it the, used to be, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> run by the feathery grip of Big Bird. More like and Big and, Turd. Ooh, got him. And his fucking coke-dealing cousin in Belize or whatever the fuck. <laughs> that scary-ass-looking one. <laughs> what? I Dude, don't the scary, this. the scary Big Bird, man. The scary Big Bird? Just uh, Google scary Big Bird right now. I'm, I am. I'm literally Googling scary Big Bird right now. Apparently, each country has its own Big Bird. And on yes. Twitter... <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, he's got yeah, bloodshot eyes, dude. Yeah, Brazil's Big he's Bird. A fucking, Jesus fucking Christ, he's a that's fucking horrifying. coke fiend. Yeah, I saw, I saw the thing of like the other countries' uh, Big Birds. Yes. But I did not. I didn't see Brazil specifically. Jesus Christ! Yeah. So Big Bird tweeted. <laughs> there was a lot because there was a lot of backlash against Garibaldo from Brazil. Big Bird tweeted, "He may look scary," or he said, "This is Garibaldo from Brazil. He may look scary, but he's one of the nicest birds I know." And then um, somebody somebody t- uh, commented about how he looked like a, a drug dealer or something. And then, and then Garibaldo replied with a sad face. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I sent that to you. No, not that specifically. Oh fuck, dude. Or no, maybe it was like it was like he eats children or something like that. I don't know. Some yeah. shit about. I mean, yeah, that. it looks like something out of like Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Because yeah, he's got like red bloodshot eyes. <laughs> Like neon blue feathers. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the other big birds actually look pretty scary. I haven't looked at the rest of them. Oh, yeah, this is this is the one, dude. This is the one that says, Big Bird, I'm sorry, but Garibaldo looks like he sells orphans. <laughs> <laughs> and Garibaldo replied with a sad face. With his fucking sad face. God, God bless the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> for making <laughs> that interaction possible. And then some girl replied to the sad face and said, you're a beautiful bluebird with strong features with the crying emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gassing up Garibaldo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's <laughs> like he sells. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save it and send it to you this time. <laughs> he looks like he sells orphans. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah, definitely I mean, looks like a crack dealer, for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. That is interesting, though. I guess I, I didn't know that so many countries like had their own version of Sesame Street. Like I knew it was kind of a thing, mm-hmm. but uh, my assumption was that a more widely American uh, Sesame Street would just be syndicated with overdubs or something. Because that seems like it would be the cheaper option. But I mean, it's the best one. <laughs> America first, baby. Yeah, but we all know that really Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was superior. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I love, uh, in addition to the massive overreaction and just also understanding, misunderstanding of the whole potato head thing. Right. So I had a coworker who was like, I don't know, he was just bitching about cancel culture one day. Nice. And he said, yeah, they're not allowed to make Mr. Potato Heads anymore. And then he said, uh, they banned the Muppets and you can't watch the Muppets anywhere anymore. 
And I was like, dude, neither of those things are remotely true. No, you can go to Disney Plus and watch the Muppets. <laughs> and he said, yeah, they are. <laughs> he was so confident that uh, it was illegal to watch the Muppets now. Um, and that Potato <laughs> Head banned. had seized production on all future Potato Head toys. So I was trying to explain, like, no, dude, the Muppets are on Disney. He said, no, you can't watch it anywhere. So yeah, I just uh, left the conversation. Disney. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> Because Disney owns the Muppets. They made a movie like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, which was great. Yes, but as we all know, uh, part of his banning of, of malarkey, uh, Joe Biden also got rid of the Muppets. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen a Muppet movie I didn't like. Yeah, they're all good. I'll just say it, dude. Mu- the Muppets might be the best movie franchise of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I would agree with that. The Muppets have uh, always been consistently I mean, what's... good. What's the worst one? Like Treasure Island, and, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, fucking I mean, Muppet Treasure Island is fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. It has Cri- it, the Christmas Carol is my favorite. I haven't. But... In the, yeah, in fairness, I haven't seen a Muppet movie in a very long time, and I haven't seen the modern Muppet movies. But I, I heard they're good. Oh, they're great. There's uh, one of my <laughs> one of my favorite jokes in recent cinema is from Muppets Most Wanted, where <laughs> so there's like a. Uh, there's a Kermit doppelganger, and he's yes, like yes. an evil Russian or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Muppets get kidnapped. All this shit happens. And the evil Kermit is running amok, and he... I can't remember what it is. It's not the Kremlin, but he, he blows up this massive building, and he's walking away from the explosion. Well, actually, first, sorry. He's about to blow up the building, and he says, It's time to light the lights. <laughs> <laughs> It's the dynamite, and this building explodes, and it's fucking massive. And he just walks away, like the action hero shot. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, the Muppets are fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. If if I ever met someone who didn't like the Muppets, I'd I'd probably smack him in the face. As you should. Yeah, they deserve. Like it's okay to it's okay to punch, uh, white supremacists. Right. It should be okay to punch people who say the Muppets Yes, suck. yes. I'm a, I'm a big advocate for punching Nazis. Uh, and I will now also be an advocate for punching <laughs> anti-Muppet people. Yeah. Have you seen the... Especially uh... kids. Oh, yeah. If, you're dumb, if your dumb kid thinks the Muppets are boring... Punch them. I will assault them. <laughs> I, I will fucking <laughs> assault your child. <laughs> Physically. <laughs> me, me and your child will be involved in a physical altercation. Yeah. I'll drown him in the Chuck E. Cheese ball pit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> God may not have given you a child with special needs, but I certainly will. <laughs> what a threat, dude. <laughs> I got to remember that if I'm ever on an airplane again. <laughs> catch these hands. Yeah, catch these hands, little Timmy. <laughs> you little fuck. I've ever seen the... Uh... The test footage that Jim Henson did in like the seventies, I think, for for Muppets. No, it's really good. It's like it's all uh, super inappropriate. It was stuff that they just did internally, I think, to yeah, just like test ways, I think, to like film the Muppets and like just like sort of how it might work and to get a feel for it. And it's nice. uh, yeah, they're like out in like a field running around, and it's hmm. uh, dirty jokes and stuff. It's cool. You can find it on YouTube. That's awesome. 
Yeah. The, the, the other great Muppet... I mean, the Muppet show itself is... Also, also Fucking excellent. hilarious. Yes. I guess what the whole uh, misinformation about cancel culture is, is... I don't know. There's some insensitive joke in one episode, so they put up a disclaimer that it might not be suitable for kids. So basically, like, applying a rating system to the Muppets... Yeah. Equates to canceling the Muppets. And they somehow. didn't like cut the joke or anything. They just there's a disclaimer saying, Hey, this joke is in here. I think so, yeah. Oh, I mean that's, that's the I way heard. to do it. I think. Yeah. I mean that's what they did with Looney Tunes. Yeah, which Which people also cried about being cancelled, even though that's not what yeah, happened. Yeah, and, and even though the disclaimer, uh, which is also very a very good one, I think it's a good example of how to do it, uh, yeah, is is definitely the the way to go. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I look forward to seeing Song of the South on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh boy! Oh yeah, that won't get that won't be getting a remake anytime soon. <laughs> In uh, full HD Blu-ray remaster. Oh god, dude! The special edition fucking, of Song of the South. Fucking fucking Ultra 4K with never before seen yeah. footage. I do. I honestly do want to see Song of the South because I I need to know. We need to do a double feature. Song of the South and Soul Man. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I absolutely have to see Soul Man at some point in my life. The fact, Dude, the fact that that a... movie happened is unfucking yeah. believable That was the 80s. Anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, real quick here, uh, we talked about the exorcist earlier. I watched this video a while back. Uh, yeah, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> I had to yawn for a second there. Uh, watched this video a while back. It was director William Friedkin who did the exorcist and a bunch of other masterpieces like fucking, uh, to live and die in LA French connection. Right. Um, great shit from the, from the seventies and eighties. And, uh, I mean, he's worked ever since, but anyways, he's talking about his favorite films. And one of them was birth of a nation, <laughs> the original 1920s film, uh, that glorified the KKK. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, he, original to, white supremacist film. Yeah. Now to, to be fair, uh, it was in terms of how it was, filmed and what they achieved was revolutionary and is still studied by like film scholars and you know right i don't know if it's still taught in film school now but it was i think for a while so he's talking about it and at first i'm like okay here's the other thing about william freakin uh he's a fucking horrible asshole um but anyways so that's just some context so he's talking about it, and I'm like, ooh. But then he's talking about how, you know, it has this revolutionary cinematography and all this, and I'm like, oh, okay, thank God. Uh, and then he's like, you know, people don't want to watch it because they're against the KKK. Uh, yeah. They don't like the KKK, but I mean, really, they were formed to uphold the law because blacks were criminals. <laughs> Oof. 
and it just gets oh, worse, dude. And God. Then, and he's just like basically being like, basically the gist of it is that the KKK is not so bad, <laughs> and that that the movie glorifying them fucking rules. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, there's a there's a hilarious uh, video with him and Nicholas Winning Refn who's like another unsufferable asshole. <laughs> and he's talking about how all his movies, uh, Winding Ruffin is talking about how all his movies are masterpieces, which Drive is pretty close, but he's talking about how all his movies are these masterpieces. And uh, William Friedkin is like fucking furious because naturally any film past like 1981 can't be considered good yeah, for yeah. reasons, for boomer reasons. Um, and he's talking about how modern films are trash, even though he's made many movies in this, uh, decade. Anyways. <laughs> well, not his movies, but everybody else's. Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Winning Reference just talking about how, like, he's this fucking genius and everything. And, like, basically, like, freaking better wise up to who he's talking to. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. He's just Jesus trolling him. Christ. Just two oh, insufferable he, assholes going in yeah, circles. Yeah, he's trying to out-asshole each other. It's great. It's great stuff. If you ever need a laugh, uh, that's available <laughs> to watch anytime on YouTube. If you ever just need to need to feel better about yourself. Yeah. Oh, boy. Fucking William Freakin. God bless him. American treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I made great movies. Watch all of his movies. Especially uh To Live and Die in LA. It's fucking incredible. Indeed. And then just uh, you know, don't watch any interviews or <laughs> Don't watch Birth of a Nation. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't do that. Wasn't there what was the controversy about the remake? Uh who the fuck who did Nate Parker? Why is he familiar? Not made by the guy who I thought made it. But anyways, it's basically it's basically a remake, but it's told from the point of view of not the KKK. And it was like there was something about it where Netflix wouldn't show it or something, or like it wouldn't be it wasn't um eligible for Oscars or something. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Some weird, uh, some weird controversy around it that um, came across as racist. Yeah, well, there is under the uh, the Wikipedia page for the the movie itself. There is a section entitled "Rape Allegations Against Parker." Oh, that's what it was. Uh, I'm not going to read this whole thing right now because there's a lot to read here, and we're doing a podcast. But I'm going to guess that has something to do with it. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. So it wasn't a a race a race thing. It was a rape thing. Or an, abu- an abuse thing. A, uh, one letter song. off. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Oof. And actually, yeah, now now uh having read that, that actually does sound familiar. Yeah, yeah. Now it rings a bell. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Too bad that. 
Yeah. Speaking speaking of uh, that situ that type of situation, they're <laughs> Go they're on. making they're making another Jeepers Creepers movie. Really? Yeah, they're making a new trilogy. Uh, uh, okay, sure. And and they they won't be made by the fucking pedophile who made the first three. So well, that's good. So that's good. They'll probably be just as terrible, but <laughs> hey, the first one's good. No, I I mean I love that. I love those movies. Uh, not the third one, but the first two are yeah, uh, horror movie like go tos for me right. that I really enjoy. But yeah, uh, so what's weird is for one thing, if you don't know, the creator of that series uh, went to prison for raping minors. Yeah. Uh, he also worked on a Disney movie uh, where he had access to children. And this was after after all of this information was known. And, uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, hor- horrible person. Served his time. Got out. And uh, this is why we need cancel culture. Because he got out and just started making movies. <laughs> and uh, probably shouldn't have. But anyways. Um, so... He made the Jeepers Creepers, and then, uh, I guess, somehow the rights ended up somewhere else. They're making a new trilogy, and uh, he's not involved, which is good. But the plot is weird. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay, okay, sorry, just had to double check. Uh, so the plot is this weird thing where it's like, some horror fan is going to a, a horror con... And the whole thing takes place at like a horror con. So it's Jeepers Creepers okay. killing horror fans at a horror movie convention. Oh, okay. That could be interesting, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. Sounds better than that fucking movie in Victorian times you wanted to make. Oh god. Like the Jeepers Jeepers Creepers and the fucking 1700s and shit. Yeah, that's exactly what I need out of a movie called Jeepers Creepers. A fucking period piece. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, be on the lookout for Jeepers Creepers 4. This time... (laughs) (laughs) This time with 100% less pedophilia. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, thank God, dude. Which is all we can ask for of our entertainment. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's fucking bare minimum right there. Anyways. Well, that that's going to do it for me. I don't know. Do you have anything you want to add or discuss here? Uh, no, dude. I'm fucking spent. Same. Same. Cool. Well, that'll do it then. Uh, thank you for joining me, Robbie. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you like this podcast and you want to hear more, you can tune in same time next week, wherever you just heard us. Any last-minute shit to add? 